Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Tales, Outer Tales, Space, Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would like to give a quick thanks to our Tier 5 channel members and patrons. Fallen Angel, Buzz Killington. Thank you again. Now on to the story. Story number one. Humans are weird. Wheelbarrows. Written by Betty Adams. The light was beginning to shift down into the soft, mid-range oranges of evening by the time the mound of dirt was anywhere near flat. Third sister shook out her throat in an attempt to dislodge the dust and grime that had collected there. She resisted the urge to lick off the particularly clingy bit of dirt in public and tried to focus on how the rest of the crew was coming along. The flight of Winged was circling at the dig site taking readings. They were clearly fragging, however. Only half of the flight members were maintaining the suggested elevation and the rest were exposing their teeth in a way that suggested that they were about to forfeit their natural herbivore natures to start biting chunks out of the humans. The humans were too beginning to lag. Despite sensibly traveling along the ground, they had been moving large amounts of dirt with nothing but simple levers and wheels that seemed to make up the base tool set of every network of humans, no matter what their stated profession was. Third sister, Seventeen Trills fluttered over to her side and hovered there, not looking directly at her. Third sister was well aware that their sensory horns gave them essentially full circle awareness that was more accurate than simple sight, but she still couldn't help feeling a prickle of annoyance at apparently being ignored, even as he requested her attention. She clicked a response in mother out of irritation. At least the pesky little halbats could hear a reasonable range of sound. I think it might be time to rest our wings, Seventeen Trolls observed. I too have noticed that the extended physical labor has affected flight efficiency, she noted. I agree with your judgment. He snapped her beady black eyes around at her. Oh, it's not us I'm concerned about, he said. It's the humans. Why do you think that? Third sister asked, suddenly genuinely curious. Ever since their first interactions with the winged had integrated the humans into their mythos as paragons of physical strength. She could not count the number of problems that arose medically because some winged commander believed his human to be near indestructible, and the humans were oddly loath to dissuade this idea. For the commander, as inexperienced as seventeen trills, to recognize human frailty in any form was something worth noting. However, he seemed reluctant to speak. Another oddity, that. He finally just gestured for her to follow with him and the winged hook and led her around the corner of the structure that they were erecting. She saw what he was observing immediately. One of the larger humans, a third brother, if she remembered correctly, was stopped dead in his tracks with a single-wheeled mass transporter full of dirt and detritus blocking the main path. His head was tilted to the side, and he was staring down at the handles of the device with a fascinated expression on his face. More importantly, 
His skin was splashed with the pulsing of vessels trying to expel the excess mammalian heat from his body. His skin was venting copious amounts of water in an effort to evaporate away the energy. Third brother, she asked carefully as she approached him, are you well? To her growing concern, he didn't respond. Ranger! Seventeen trolls snapped out. What are you looking at? The human responded to that by raising his eyes to them. However, the twin points didn't focus on either of them. Isn't it amazing? He asked in a hushed tone. Isn't what amazing? Third sister asked. The material sciences have advanced. Third brother said with the slow words. But the basic design of a wheelbarrow has not changed in a thousand years. His gaze drifted over the past Earthfall before focusing on what the humans called the middle distance. Thousands, he whispered, using only his breath to enunciate the sounds in a hushed awe. This is the same thing that our ancestors might have used thousands of years ago. Earthfall snapped Bridget with concern and third sister carefully moved forward to touch the hot skin of the human's arm. Seventeen trolls rattled around her, giving her little distressed chirps of confusion. Do you need a nap? Third brother. Third sister asked in the softest tone her voice was capable of producing. He slowly swiveled his head to face her and blinked. I think, uh, he said carefully, I think, uh, maybe, yes. Seventeen trolls, third sister called, Call an end to the workday, and please have the least tired of your wing to escort the humans home. The human in front of them lifted the wheelbarrow handles and began pushing towards the transport, before stopping and looking back at them in wonder in his eyes. I didn't, he began. I mean, I never experimented as much as a kid, you know. Is this what it's like to be high? Third sister stared at him in bewilderment until he smiled and started back up the bar. End of story. Story number two. Taking the gloves off. Written by Digital 332006. Draken took heavy breaths, having trouble standing upright. His opponent fared no better. Knelt down on one knee with a fine mist of blood spraying out of his mouth as he coughed. Draken put one of his four hands on the left of his chest beating the bruised spot his enemies had created with his attacks. It would take a few months to heal, but he would recover. The bipedal mammal in front of him stood up, wiping the blood from his mouth with his right hand. It was the strongest opponent he'd fought in so far in his life. The arena champion certainly stood up to its reputation. It was a worthy battle, but now it is time for the winner to emerge, boasted Draken to his weary opponent. The creature limped forward, its leg damaged from earlier in the fight. Draken admired its bravery, fighting to the end like this. He also wondered how it could fight so well with just two legs, compared to his four. All right. It's time to take off the gloves, replied the human. <laughs> I don't understand the saying, but it's indeed time. Time to end this. Draken began making his way towards the enemy as well. The Grand Master took a small blue object from his pocket and swallowed it. 
Drugs? Far too late for that. Doesn't matter if I'm stronger, faster, and tougher than you. Draken bragged. His opponent chuckled. You'd be surprised. Do you know anything about human biology? Why would I learn about such things? Might makes right. Draken shouted loudly, the crowd cheering him on. This was the most intense fight they'd witnessed this year, and it looked like it might be the crowning of a new champion. Do you feel pain, Draken? When I hit you, for example, asked the human. Ah, of course not. Such thing would be a weakness. Draken spat on the ground in front of him. The human continued. Well, I do. Every time you hit me, it felt painful. When you twisted my leg, it felt like my whole body was on fire. It's not fun, let me tell you. Do you ever consider how hard to hit when you're swinging? How much power to put behind your attack? It should stop because it might land badly. Ever! I always go full out. Anything less would be shameful. Draken tapped his chest with all four of his arms. Well, I have to. Not only can it hurt when I get hit, but also when I hit your carapace. I even have to be careful not to break a limb. There is this lovely little thing in my brain called amygdala. It reacts to fear, but I've been conditioned to ignore fear as part of my training. When the amygdala is overwhelmed with fear, it does a few things like releases endorphins and adrenaline. Another one of these effects can be something called hysterical strength, which occurs when in a life-or-death situation. Mothers have been able to fight off bed. Children have lifted cars, and various underwhelming people have accomplished other ridiculous feats such as those. There are downsides to this. Muscle can tear right off your bone. Exhaustion can also cause the body to shut down or suffer other types of permanent debilitating injuries. The Grand Master shook his head and cracked his neck. Your brain really has to believe that you're going to die, though. This is what that pull was for. It's not making me stronger. It takes off the restraints that I've had on. Honesty. I don't like losing control. But I like losing even less. Like I said, it's time to take off the gloves. The human's expression started changing, a twitch occurring in its eyes as they turned crazed. The human launched itself at him, frothing at the mouth and with no care for its own safety, leaving himself open to attack. Draken used the opportunity to strike the human's right side, scoring a solid hit. But his opponent never faltered, aiming at his face. With a savagery, the human clawed at Draken's eyes, digging deep inside of them with the fingers and nails, eliciting screams from the Xeno as he lost vision in his right eye. The Grand Master followed up by biting down on his neck, grinding his teeth against the hard chitin of the carapace until it cracked. It sacrificed its own teeth in the process, some of them falling out of its mouth. The reckless onslaught continued, with kicks and then a lunge, pushing Draken down on the ground before straddling him and bashing against his chest with both arms, holding them together as a hammer. With every strike, the human's hands came back more bloody, and with less skin, 
but he still kept at it. Finally, with a crunch, Draken's carapace gave away, and the human wasted no time, crunching his hand into the fleshy underneath, tearing out his heart. For a brief moment, Draken looked on through his badly damaged left eye as the human raised his heart to the crowd as they cheered and took a bite out of his still beating heart, spreading the mouthful back on the ground. In the end, Draken smiled. What better death could he have achieved? End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.